0: Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey. Um I'm going to do a movie review of uh, The Gentleman, which I saw on Sunday. Uh, but before I get into it and, sh- and play the trailer and go into everything, uh, I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I just couldn't bring myself to talk about a movie or... I was also supposed to do a bonus episode about The Office because we didn't get to really talk about everything on Friday. And I just couldn't do that either. And I was also supposed to start a new show, um, Wrestling with the Marks. I was going to review the Royal Rumble. Just could not do it. And today, I mean, I feel better today than I did yesterday. I feel like I could talk a little bit, but I'm still saddened about the death of Kobe Bryant. And not just him, though. Uh, everyone involved, uh, it's just a sad, heartbreaking situation. I know Aaron spoke about it yesterday. It, it just makes you think about life, you know, how quick you could be gone. Uh, so, and I'm not going to talk about Kobe. I, he was a great basketball player, uh, one of the best of all time. Wasn't my guy. Uh, my guy was Allen Iverson during those years. So I mean, uh, but I can I know the city of Los Angeles is feeling it. Uh, they've lost you know one of their icons, you know, and he meant a lot to that city. Um, but what I'm going to talk about for a minute before I get into this review uh, is life is short. If you're holding on to anything of uh, a person or Family member, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever the case may be. If there's problems there, let it go. Because we're here one day and gone the next. And you don't want to hold on to a grudge of any kind. You need to let that go. And that'd be my message to anyone. Because you don't necessarily get a chance to say goodbye or to make things right. Sometimes you just don't get that opportunity. So that's what I wanted to say real quick before getting into this. I'm gonna play the trailer now and then I'll talk a little bit about the gentleman which I saw on Sunday. Uh right after it was over, I got on Facebook, blew up about Kobe and and I just been thinking, you know, had a lot to think about, you know, uh personal stuff that's going on with me. Um just a lot to think about, you know, and, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about people that, you know, that need prayers, they're battling diseases or whatnot, and, um, I've just been thinking a lot about those people, and, uh, been thinking about the families that lost loved ones on Sunday morning. Uh, I know people die every day we don't hear about it on the news or anything but you know we should just appreciate life a little bit more than we do treat each other better than we do i think that's important i think you, you never lose that never lose your heart that's your truth your heart is your truth uh but anyway i'm gonna play the trailer and i'm gonna get right into the gentleman and hopefully i'll get going get my energy back but the last couple of days has been hard but anyway i'm gonna play this trailer and give you a review of the gentleman. So, don't go anywhere. Want you to play a game with me, Ray? I don't want to play a game. Oh, please. No. I said play a game with me, Raymond. Wait. Right. Lovely. I want you to imagine a character. Your boss. Mickey. Piss. You're too smart to be blackmailing us, Fletcher. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sweet Mary Jane is my vice. Your poison, on the other hand, is and always has been the destroyer of worlds. You're out of touch, and I would like you to consider an offer. I am not for sale. The plot begins to thicken. Now, I can't be specific about the heroes and zeros, but our protagonist is a hungry animal. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of money hanging in the balance. Our antagonist explodes on the scene like a millennial firework and has indirectly started a war. I think you need to see this boss. It's the one of on my phone. How do they find it? Make inquiries. His name is Fahok. was spelled with a P A, so it sounds like Fahok. Please! Sorry, Fahok, Condor Fahok. Please. If you smell smoke, it's because there's a fire. So you're gonna have to stamp that out quickly. These people are gonna clean house, and you are part of that house in the jungle. The only way a lion survives not by acting like a king, by being the king. Oh. Brilliant! I've been waiting so long to be well Oh, it's really warming up now, isn't <laughs> it? There's only one rule in this jungle. Oh. The lion's it's an accident so you killed someone no it was the gravity that killed him you need those All alright so that was the trailer to The Gentleman Um, get right into it Mickey Pearson is an American it's paratrit who became rich by building the marijuana empire in London when word gets out that he's looking to cash out of the business it soon triggers an array of plots and schemes from those who want his fortune uh it stars matthew mcconaughey as mickey pearson who is brilliant in this movie <laughs> charlie hunnam as ray i don't have a lot of experience with charlie um i didn't see sons of anarchy at all no episodes by saw king author i was not impressed with his performance or that movie Which is also done by Guy Ritchie. And I love King Arthur. I love the story and everything. Just wasn't impressed with the movie. Wasn't impressed with his performance. I like him a lot better in this movie. I thought he did really good in this movie. Uh, Michelle Dockery plays Rosalind Pearson. She's good in the movie. Jeremy Strong plays Matthew. He's eccentric. Uh, Lynn Renee plays Jackie. Colin Farrell plays Coach. Colin Farrell's a person to watch for this movie he's funny, he steals every scene he's in, just about, I would say 98% of the scenes he's in, he steals, um, uh, there's another guy that does that too, but, uh, we'll get to him in a minute, Henry Golding plays Dry Eye, I liked him in this movie, Tom Wu plays Lord George, <laughs> he had a funny moment in, the, his kitchen, oh, well, no, technically it wasn't his kitchen, but it's I mean, it's his restaurant, he's he's sitting down with Matthew, it's just a funny moment there, um, Chidi, I I can't, Agafu, I don't know, plays Bunny, Hugh Grant plays Fletcher, and Hugh Grant as Fletcher is my favorite part of the movie, uh, he's telling his narrative, but it's, he's, look, we'll get into it, um, Eddie Marson plays Big Dave, Ooh, interesting name there. Jason Wong plays the Huck <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Um, yeah, but that that's that's your list of characters. But yeah, I really like. I'm gonna talk about Eddie Marston as Big Dave. I'm gonna talk about a little bit. I'm gonna talk about a little bit of everybody here. Uh, you got a 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Roger Ebert gives it a three out of four. 89% like this on Google. Let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 72% of Rotten Tomatoes and an 84% audience score. Okay, first off, oh, box Office. It cost $18 million to make. It's currently at $11.4 million domestically, 22.5 internationally worldwide. It's at $33.9 million. So, it's going to, I think it's going to do well. Uh, I think, man, it's not going to make a lot of money but it's going to make enough like if they wanted to do a sequel they they would be able to if they wanted to. Now Guy Ritchie doesn't really do sequels, I don't think. I don't know if he's ever done one. But this is one I would love to see. I would love to see. So yeah, so Matthew's wanting to get out and you uh you got Hugh Grant's car- character Fletcher telling his story. He's he's written a screenplay. He's wanting to sell it, make it into a movie, right? So, at the beginning of this movie, you're like, he's telling this story, you don't, I don't know, the way it's shot, like, the opening scene, and the, the, the way that was shot, and you're like, oh, crap. And I, I, I was into it from the, from the word go, man, I really was, I was into this movie from, from the first shot of the movie, uh, but yeah, like, Hugh Grant's telling his story, uh, the way he tells it, uh, like, do you want to play a game with me, Raymond, and he's like, "No." I said, "Do you want to play a game with me, Raymond?" <laughs> oh man, it was just, he was so funny in this movie. Literally, every time he spoke a line in the movie, the audience I was in was laughing. And uh, it, he, he, every single time, man, Hugh Grant was fantastic in this movie. I've missed Hugh Grant. Uh, I love him as this character, though. Oh man, I. I he brought a smile to my face, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch you play this character, but it was a lot of fun to watch Matthew McConaughey play Mickey. It was fun to watch Jeremy Strong play Matthew. Uh, Colin Farrell's coach was fun. It fun the first time you get to see him. Uh, I I, I can't remember the I want He was trying to get a drink, I do believe, and these. Kids were just trying to cut in front of him and calling him you know these names and so he beats them all up. He's like, Are you the coach? <laughs> I know my terrible accent. But he's like, Are you the coach? And he, he he trains, he boxes, he trains boxers. Anyway, they're responsible for uh robbing Mickey's one of one of Mickey's farms. So that's what sets everything in motion. So uh so Matthew, uh, Colin Farrell's wanting to, he doesn't want anything to happen to his kids so he's gonna help them out uh you know do whatever they want and to, to clear the debt and uh but it, it's an interesting story like i said lord george played by tom Wu, him and Matthew scene uh was hilarious um i'm not gonna give away what happened there uh no one dies in that scene, but it was hilarious. It I laughed. It was gross, but it was hilarious. But the one with Big Dave, Big Dave is the one that's sitting all of this emotion trying to blackmail Mickey, right? With, you know, Fletcher's help. Um <laughs> I, I I'm laughing about it, just thinking about it. The coach ends up kidnapping him. Uh you don't see nothing, right? You don't see nothing. And this is spoilers. So I want to put spoilers on here. I have to mention it though because it's it's just that great. Um so he's 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 pretty much he wakes up pretty much naked in his van, right? He's got a little blanket on him. He don't know where he's at. He don't know what's happened. He's got no it's knowledge of what's taking place. Um but <laughs> it's just funny. So there's a laptop, right, with a big pig on it. Oink oink. <laughs> Oh man, it was so funny though. It was it was hilarious. Um so apparently he did unfathomable unfathomable things to this pig, all right? Um and of course, he has no knowledge of it, but he sees the pigs out there and there's a video of what he did. You don't see the video though. You do not see it. But it's the idea. It's like if he doesn't stop doing what he's doing, this is going to stream he's a reporter and everything. And The reason he's doing it is cuz he felt uh, embarrassed, shunned by Mickey at some party. So, you know, he he's a little bitter about it. He's he wants revenge. He thinks Mickey's too big for his own britches kind of thing. Uh it, it was just a fun time. It was uh this movie was a fun time. And start to finish you know, I've heard people say it's kind of predictable. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what Aaron said or not, but um, like, but I've heard that like on the letter bots, some of the reviews they said it's kind of predictable. I had so much fun; I wasn't even thinking about what was how it was going to end. I was enjoying it as it was happening. I was in the moment, so I love the fact that's the fun. That's the thing about uh, predictable films if they are predictable. Now looking back, I can say yeah, it was probably predictable. But if you can be in a situation watching a film and be in the moment, it's it's fun. Like Knives Out. I'm in the moment. of okay, it, So I didn't mind that I knew. This one, I didn't know. I wasn't paying attention to that. I wasn't looking ahead. I was just enjoying the moment. And I enjoyed this film better than Knives Out. Uh, because I was in the moment. Knives Out, I was in the moment at times. At times I would come out of that moment I could see what was going to happen in the future. But I was in the moment in this movie. I just I was enjoying myself. I was laughing nonstop at Hugh Grant and I was laughing at Matthew because he is like he loves his wife, right? He loves his wife. Don't touch his wife. Do not touch his wife. <laughs> Don't even look at his wife. This guy loves his wife so much he's obsessive over it and uh it's 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 not healthy uh, to the point. But I loved it. I I absolutely loved the the chemistry between him and the wife. Uh, who's he's the king? She's the queen. Uh, don't touch the queen now. Do not touch the queen. But overall, man, I I really for everyone that listened, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, the 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 Uck character. <laughs> uh, that scene was funny with Charlie and um, Colin Farrell. Uh, it was it was a funny scene. What happened after was funny. Uh, the 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 idiot. he he, he was an idiot but it was funny um dry i liked uh i I thought he did a good job uh henry golding played dry he was he was a greedy guy though he wanted everything and uh but overall my favorite character is fletcher hugh grant but second i probably go with matthew mcconaughey's mickey i love matthew i just love how he plays characters uh i will not say that for um Dark Tower, though, I felt that he didn't play that well. I don't think anyone played their... I don't think it was their fault, though. I think it was just a bad script. Uh, Didn't really have anything to do. But I thought he was excellent in this movie. And I would say third for me would probably be Colin Farrell. I know Aaron really liked him in this movie as coach. He just didn't have enough to do. But they kind of left it open for a sequel. So I would love to see these characters back. And I think if they come back... Coach you have more to do, and he may steal that movie. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> now, Ray's not, like... He's got some one-liners here and there, but Charlie Hunnam was good in this movie. Don't get me wrong. He was, he was great in the movie. I really liked him. Uh, I love this type of film, though. Uh, Guy Ritchie doing this type of film. This is what Guy Ritchie should be doing. You know, he should do these type of film. This is his... Genre, so to speak, it's 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 definitely similar to Martin Scorsese's gangster films, but Char not Charlie, uh, Guy Ritchie throws humor into these type of films. Uh, it kind of t- takes away from the actual gangster stuff. He it's because you're laughing so much. I mean, you, I, I like this is worth a second view at the cinemas. This is. It's worth that. Uh, well, I could see it probably not, but it is worth a second view. I told a friend of mine says I loved. It. I had a great time with it. Uh, it, it was it was pretty hilarious. Um, and uh, I think Air, I think that cast, gel. I, I think they they have a. I think everyone has chemistry on on screen. I think it's fun to watch. I think it's it's a good gangster movie with humor. Um, it's I love these type of movies though. I really do. I love Guy Ritchie doing this. I love Matthew McConaughey playing this type of character. Hugh Grant playing Fletcher. Colin Farrell playing a guy like Coach. Like, I'm not the biggest Colin fan. Uh, I do like some of his work. Uh, like, I'm one of the few that actually like him as, as the vampire uh, in um, Fright Night. Uh, I do. I like him as the vampire. But I, I was rewatching that movie when we first started the podcast. And I could see why some people didn't like the movie. Because I loved it when I first saw it. Didn't like it as much the second time. But enjoyed it enough. I still found it enjoyable. And I think that's probably because of Anton Yelchin and Colin Farrell. But, like, I like Colin in some roles. I like the movie he did with Al Pacino early in his career. I liked him in SWAT. Um, but really, the Al Pacino film. That's what... I forget what that's called. Uh that was a lot of fun that that movie was fun uh where al pacino was the bad guy fbi agent i think it was fbi i think they're fbi either fbi or cia i don't recall it's been a long time since i've seen that movie but i hated him in the um total recall remake uh but he's a good actor you know he really is he's he's got comical chops he's he's got range you know he's given the right stuff material he can really shine and i expect him to really shine in the batman as the penguin i really do i think he could steal that movie if they're not careful uh because in my opinion he came close to stealing this movie i think if he would have had more time more screen time he probably would have stole it but hugh grant man i was <laughs> he, he sold me uh he had, he doesn't do a whole lot in a movie he really doesn't he's just telling this narrative this story he's trying to sell it as a screenplay and i remember uh he was, he was trying to sell it and um uh to, to i guess an a uh, producer uh i don't know who he was, ch- was trying to sell it to uh i think he was trying to sell it to mgm i'm not sure though it was whoever made the movie uh whoever made this movie the studio that made this movie i which i do not remember who made this movie um oh crap oh crap who wrote who who did it motion okay it's not really telling me miramax it wasn't mgm it was miramax miramax studios yeah he was there trying to sell it sell a screenplay and the guy didn't like the ending and he says you gotta change this i said no set that for a sequel and uh that is not the ending of the movie though i thought that would have been a perfect ending for the movie but it's not the ending but it does set up for a sequel and i i just enjoyed it i'm going to give it my score now uh i'm giving it 5 mark outs out of 5 uh i really enjoyed the movie not a dull moment for me uh i i like even if there, there's not a lot of action uh which there's more action in this movie i felt that there was in the irishman but it's the dialogue that keeps you going that's what really makes really good mafia films or gangster films is the dialogue and where Guy Ritchie's different than Martin he, he brings humor to it and it, if it if the humor doesn't land then the movie is going to struggle because they really they really are dependent on the humor here and it lands for me it landed for most of the people I saw you know the audience I was in they were just laughing nonstop. I mean it was it was a really good movie. I recommend it. I recommend seeing it twice in theaters. I thought this was a blast. Um uh, was it my favorite movie of the year so far? I think so. I think I would put this slightly above Bad Boys for Life, uh which I totally loved. I look forward to Bad Boys 4. Uh but I I, re- I don't know. I mean, I, at the end of the year it may feel different. Because I'm sure both these films will come out by the end of the year. I'll probably have seen them again. But even if I mean they they're really close. I think it's a close. I really love Bad Boys for Life. I love The Gentlemen too, but it was a good time at theaters. Uh So this weekend I'm seeing The Turning. <laughs> dare if I will. I will dare. To go see that movie, and uh, I think we're gonna see Gretel and Hansel. Is it called that? I'm not sure if it's maybe it's just called Gretel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm not looking forward to either one. I think. I mean, I'll go look it up real quick. Um, but I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, the turn the turnings moved up a little bit. I think. Yeah, it's moved up a little bit. The turning right now has got a 15% of Rotten Tomatoes and 13% audience score. So that tells me this movie's not going to be great. (laughs) That tells me it's not going to be great. But then again, I could like it, right? I mean, it's all subjective, right? I just, most people hate this movie or dislike this movie or didn't get enough. Uh, Like this one thing says, stylish but muddled. This begotten, misbegotten adaptation of Henry James' classic novel will send horror-hungry viewers turning to the source material, source material instead. So, you, you got stuff like that. I mean, I'll find a positive review. Okay, the tourney announces Sigis Mandani as a bold and adept genre filmmaker with an eye for detail, impeccable casting choices. Didn't really tell me anything about the story. Okay, here's one. This is a sophisticated work of dread, decay, brooding mood, and abstract storytelling coated in the sheen of a simple, simplistic spook show. So, okay, I mean, you got some people that enjoyed it, uh, but that's what I'm seeing this weekend. I'm seeing that Friday night. Uh, but, like I said, if, if I were you and I were recommending a, a movie to watch this weekend, if you've already seen Bad Boys for Life 1917, um, just Mercy. Those are the movies that we've come out this year. And Underwater. Uh I would recommend you go see The Gentleman. If you missed it. Uh I wouldn't recommend The Turning. Or Gretel and Hansel. I would not recommend those. I, I see that it's called Gretel and Hansel now. For some reason I was thinking it was just called Gretel. I don't know why. But yeah. The Rhythm section's coming out too. Uh Which I may go see. At some point. I don't know. But uh. I think that's it that's all the review I have I like I said the gentleman's a it's a good time uh, it's a it's a really good movie it's it has your drama it has your action scenes it, it's very funny uh, very entertaining characters uh, I will say that the characters are just entertaining and uh, you'll get something from all of them I do believe I got something from every single character Uh, no matter how long they were on, I got something off out of them. You know, uh, they, they, I don't feel they were a waste. They helped the story move along. And that's important. You gotta have characters that help move the story. And they did that, and the dialogue helped move the story. And it's just a really good movie. It is probably my favorite Guy Ritchie film in a really long time. Like, I'll have to look him up, because I don't know what all he's done. Uh... but it's it's my favorite film of his in a really long time. Okay, look, it's the uh he did Aladdin. I liked Aladdin. It was it was good. Uh King Arthur hated it. Uh, the Man from Uncle I have not seen yet. Sherlock Holmes 2. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh Sherlock Holmes I thought was better. Rock and Roll I haven't seen. Revolver haven't seen. I haven't seen. Uh Snatch I've seen. Uh I liked that one a lot. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels have not seen. So, I, yeah, The Gentleman was my favorite film of his that I've seen. So it's my favorite film with Guy Ritchie's. So I like a little bit better than Snatch. Um, Snatch, Snatch is really good, though. I, I really enjoyed it. I've seen it once. been a while, but it is a movie worth checking out again. But anyway, that's my thought on The Gentleman. Um, hopefully you liked it. If you saw it, hopefully you like this review. If you listen, um, we appreciate you taking your time out to listen to us. Uh, we'll be back with you on Friday. I probably won't do an office bonus episode uh, unless I do it tomorrow, which I don't really have time because I got to start on this screenplay I'm writing. Um, I'm going to send it out in contest. Then I'm going to be working on Aaron's script. Uh, I don't know if he's still going to do that or not but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna write it and give it to him and see what he thinks and we'll go from there but uh, i don't know if he's still gonna do it uh he's busy he's really busy so i don't know uh but anyway that's my thoughts of the gentleman i really enjoyed it I had a great time hope you hope you like listening to this review but again thank you for listening and uh that's that's what i want to say about this movie uh thank you